I told you I'm about to watch Ohio State beat up on Florida Atlantic. If you walk in this room and bother me one more time, they're going to need that medic alert bracelet when I drop your ass off at the emergency room at halftime. This week on Top 5 for Fighting, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. Tell so you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally, anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house just <laughs> hauling nothing ass, but underwear. Probably naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. Merry Christmas. Also meaning the kickoff of college football. Oh, for sure. Right? Oh. Who's not excited? When you guys hear this, the first weekend of college football games will be over. I'm so happy right now. Florida may not be on the map. I don't I don't even know who won <laughs> at this point at recording time and I'm still so happy. We may be floating in the Gulf. Got a hurt got a got a, a low quality tropical storm coming. Yeah, I remember that's how Andrew started. That is how Andrew started. Uh it's a lot different now in that situation, hey, but yeah. I'm just excited for the driveway parties. I'm not going to be I'm not going to lie. Fair enough. Fair enough. Cuz how can you not be, right? It's a driveway party. Right? I mean, corn toss PBR, yes, ribs. PBR, uh, Sam's Club, low shelf liquor. <laughs> the storm we had. What was the name of the one we had two years ago? I um, I don't remember the one. Irma. Irma. Okay. Well, um, you know we were out of power a couple days, two three days, and before that, that was our actual first hurricane that we you know had to even remotely deal with. Was all excited to go to Sam's, bought a big old thing of Sam's Club vodka for the parties and stuff like that, and that bottle lasted us like six months. <laughs> we barely, we barely ever even cracked it. It was, it just, I mean, we did a little bit, you know, we we tried to make the best of a bad situation with no power for a few days, but it was, uh, I will say the, I can't, excitement's a bad word because no one ever is excited about a hurricane or a storm like that, but it was different because I'd never been through it, so, you know this. Could be our second go around, so I mean, we'll see what happens. Everybody talks about how fun it is to get drunk through a hurricane. That's legitimately the worst thing you can do. You really kind of need to be on your toes. You sort of need to have your shit you, you together. You don't, yeah. You, <laughs> I mean, unless you're at somebody else's house and they're going to handle yeah, all I mean, the problems. Unless you've got like some, you know, fortified bunker with unlimited power generators and everything. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you kind of need to know what's going on. You know, or you're you're in a rental and the house, the roof rips up, and you're like, "Fuck, it's not mine." But here's the thing: unless it's so catastrophically big and they're just telling everyone to get out of the state, I mean, you really you take it as it comes. You just kind of. Go roll with it. You make sure you got water. Make sure you got all the basic stuff. And why not make it a party in the beginning? I'm 47. I've lived in Florida my whole life, with the exception of the six years, six and a half years I was in the Marine Corps. Sure. And then those, in those, uh, five of those six years, I was stationed in North Carolina, right near um, Ocracoke uh, and Cape Hatteras. I have actually gone through more hurricanes in North Carolina than yeah. I have in Florida. The, I've gone through five in in Florida, and I think I went through seven in North Carolina. Three of those five were in 2004. 
Actually, four. We didn't, it, the Ivan didn't hit us, but it was it you know was what's coming funny close. About that in two thousand four, I was working at a Mercedes service service department, running the service department for for that. And the TV in the waiting room was right across the service lane, and I remember that year specifically because that whole summer fall, I was like, "Holy God, I'm never going to move to Florida." And then 2006 comes, and then boom, here I am. Let me tell you the thing that sucked about that 2004 the worst. No, we're in the Tampa Bay area. How many storms was it total? Do you remember? There was four that hit Florida. One after another. Uh, basically, within right. a, within about a three month, two month span. The problem, the biggest, uh, uh, the biggest problem was that in the Tampa Bay area. When you guys look at Florida on the on the west coast of Florida, there's that little that little nook that is the Tampa Bay area, and we're right. On the right on the Gulf of Mexico side is where Mike and I basically live, and at the time I just was just north of Clearwater, just north of Clearwater. At the time I was living basically in Tampa, a little bit east of Tampa, and Polk County is to the east of Hillsborough County. Three of those storms crossed the exact same spot in Polk County within wow. three months of each other. Here's the best part: I hated my job at the time. I hate it. Every one of those cocksuckers hit on a Saturday. Ugh. Every one of them hit on a Saturday. And we lost power for all three of them because they were all monster storms. Right. They were big storms. Polk County, I'm surprised it still existed after the third one. And then the fourth one came, we're like, oh, my God. And it ended up veering up the, the west coast of Florida and it ended up hitting up near Pensacola. That was Ivan, I think. There was... I don't even remember the names. One of them was with a J. One of them was an E. I don't, I don't remember. But on a Saturday, so so it hits like late Friday night, so you're without power all Saturday and Sunday, and then Monday morning you get to wake up and go back to work. Yeah, that was a good time. At least at least this storm has the decency to not show up during my Michigan game. Yeah, we should get our college football in. Yeah. Let's hope we get our college football in. Oh, and oh and we if, will. And if not, I'm putting the cats in a car and we're driving <laughs> to Georgia because I, I ain't missing it. Just because. Two, two years ago, I was super psyched about the about the for opening weekend of NFL. And and uh, and Irma hit us on a Saturday. Yeah, it did. It hit us on a – no, it hit us on a Sunday. So I can't, rude. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, and I'm like, you bastages. You yeah, yeah, right? I get it. So we'll, we'll no, see what happens. Saturday, yeah. we, we won't really know what happens. Well, I mean, by the time everyone listens to this, it'll already be either done or we may be gone. Who knows? Here's here's what here's what can work out for us, though, Mike. Let's say Dorian. <laughs> Dorian. Every time I hear Dorian, I think of Scrubs. John Dorian. Let's say Dorian comes through and blows out all our power. Let's hope that at least the KFC has some power so we can get some vegetarian fried chicken. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Just shut your goddamn mouth right now, okay? <laughs> With this plant-based bullshit. So My God. I was just informed by the marketing angel that there is a KFC outside of Atlanta somewhere that will be experimenting with a plant-based fried chicken. Yeah. It's, uh... I, I, I don't know what to say, man. It, it's fucking chicken. If you want chicken, eat chicken. If you're a vegetarian, you're not going to eat. What the fuck are you doing in a in a KFC? The the marketing angel brought up that go uh, to Sweet Tomatoes and get a salad. We had a we had a road trip that we went on a couple years ago, and we were going up to Nags Head, North Carolina, and we had my son and my daughter with us, and we would have to stop to eat. It was like a sixteen and a half hour drive, so we weren't sitting down for long meals where we could get something healthy. So sure. there was a lot of drive through, gas station, you know, b- b- potato chips, you know, road road trip food. 
and she's she's she says it was so hard for me to find something that I can eat because she she makes a conscious effort to not eat meat one mostly for her health reasons but two because you know for whatever reason she wants she wants to be kinder I I get it it's, it's no big deal she doesn't force it upon me right. or anybody else it's just her belief and and that's what I think makes this this country so great but I can understand if you're a vegetarian trying to show up at a McDonald's or a Burger King or a KFC and trying to find something to eat but uh, on the same basis, how healthy is that? We talked last week about the Impossible Whopper. It's not. It was 20 calories difference. To me, it's, it's still going to be deep fried in the same lard. Here's the thing for me. This is the same thing as if I were to walk in to a pizza hut and say, hey, I need some pizza, but I don't eat bread. What the fuck are you doing a pizza hut? Well, it's actually crust. Wh- what are you asking for? You know what I mean, dickhead. <laughs> If I'm trying to eat healthier, I'm not going to KFC. You know what that's I mean? How it, I, it's that's just, that's it's how just I feel crazy. about it. It's it's crazy. It's just crazy to me. It's crazy. Like like one of the dumbest, most insane, crazy theories. Hold, hold on just a second. The marketing, I just stuck her head in here. What? The, um. Oh, she says misguided people have to eat too. Okay, fair enough. Truth. That the, uh, I don't know if we talked about this last week or not, but. One of uh, my favorite former student players or whatever sent me a message with uh, some of the latest crazy, when I say vegetarian, I mean off the chain, crazy, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, vegetarian meat theories were the Amazon rainforest is on fire because of excessive meat consumption. Bag your ass with that bullshit. So because I'm eating a steak here in Florida, the Amazon's burning. How many cows you see wandering the Amazon? No, I know. Hey, tell well, the anacondas to take a day off from eating all the food over there. I've gotten, I've honestly, let, we can talk about that for just a second. I've gotten to the point where I see a news story now, and I don't even, it, I don't even acknowledge that it's a news story anymore because. Well, that's why I don't watch the news anymore. It's crazy. This this story about the Amazon, and I know most of the people that listen to us are smart enough to understand this. The biggest problem with this whole thing is that Brazil has decided to not fight this anymore because they're broke. Okay, so there's socialism at work for you. Number one. So let it burn. Number two. Um, as my friend Douglas uh, Taylor, I swear to God, this guy is a living Funkin' Wagnalls encyclopedia. He knows, he, he makes me feel stupid when I talk to him. He's so damn smart. He basically proved somebody on Facebook wrong that says the, the Amazon catches on fire this time every year. I, it happens. It just, this is a trigger this year for somebody. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fires this year in the Amazon are actually down compared to the average over the last 10 years. Right. It's, it's a normal thing. Why are we so why this is the one part that blows me up about the whole the Amazon's burning and it's meat eaters problem. It, did California catch on fire because of meat eaters? Oh, these people these people weren't pissed off when California was on fire. You know what happened? Because much like that line in uh was it Miracle on thirty fourth street, every time an angel or every time uh, something the an angel gets her wings or whatever. Uh uh Every time a bell rings. Every time a bell rings, Andrew, it's not it's not Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. It's oh, it's a Wonderful Life. So wow, you know what? Getting old sucks. I can't remember Dick anymore. I've never seen any of those old movies. Every time I eat a beautiful, well grilled ribeye, a vegan somewhere feels it and gets so mad that their eyes shoot out flames, and that that's what's triggering the fight. So so maybe you're they're right. S- you're saving the environment when you do that because that cow eats plants. Right, which gives me my oxygen. I'm doing my due diligence. <laughs> but so yeah, that's crazy. The, the plant-based stuff is, is nuts. Dude, just eat salad. Eat some real plant-based stuff. Hey, plant lives matter. I'm not. You know what, though? In, de- in their defense, 
if I didn't get to eat fried chicken, I'd really want to be able to eat some fried chicken. Totally different. I wonder what yeah. it tastes like. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't. Here's the funny thing. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I just don't. I mean, it's got to taste like something. Yeah, ass. I had a friend one time, uh, a person, tell me one time, oh, there was this, there was this uh, we were having like a potluck dinner where I worked, and I asked, what's that? And she goes, oh, that's tofu casserole. And I was like, ah, I'm good. This was like 15 years ago. It was back before tofu was even like good. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. I cook it with chicken so that it tastes like chicken. And I, and I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, that's cool. You're a vegetarian, but you use chicken broth to cook your tofu so that it tastes like chicken. Just, then just, I mean, it's already chicken broth. You're already using chicken broth on it. Just eat the chicken. Right. That's, uh, well, you know, to go back and another good example there too, like you see the most, and again, not all vegans are like this. So it's, I'm just not blanket statementing up the crazy ones, the, the, the nutty batshit crazy ones that are care more about their cause than your life whatever look and see what kind of car they're driving if they have those nice leather seats or if they have a leather couch at home or hey what are your shoes made of or you you could totally shred them on every level unless they are just totally whacked out and living in a hut somewhere you know burning tea leaves at night or whatever it may be it's i i just don't get it yeah a true a true vegan won't have any of that stuff right but and there's a lot that do, and, there's and a, oh yeah, that's there's, my there's point. A, there's a lot of there's a lot of hypocrites out there, but there's a lot of people that are hypocrites that aren't, you know, vegans. It's not just vegans that are oh hypocrites. Yeah. Ever been to Columbus? <laughs> hey, oh, I mean, I had to get one in. You because had to. College starts in four. The way days. the way I see it is, I'm totally okay with you believing and wanting to do whatever you want to do. The thing that makes this country the greatest is that you have the ability to do that. I I just and feel hockey. like. And hockey. Yes. I do feel like sometimes, though, you go, people just go off the rails. I mean, like, if you don't want to eat chicken, that's great. I don't, I don't, I don't hate you for not eating chicken, but you don't get to give me shit because I'm eating chicken. That's, right. that's what I want to do. And when they go absolute batshit crazy, like the Amazon is on fire right now because of meat eaters. You know, that's that's like you trying to that's like you trying to tell me that so you're telling me there's a bunch of cattle ranches on Amazon yeah, that, that, that we're not aware of. That's like you trying to tell me that I'm the reason that I, I, I don't even have a good analogy. It just come on. I it's, mean, at least at least have a legitimate argument to talk to me right. about. It's mean to the cow. Moo. Well, uh, Moo. maybe. Hey, maybe. But you know what? You know what's mean to the to the zebra when that lion drags his ass down and eats him alive. You've been watching Serengeti. No, I haven't. It is amazing. I mean, is that the one? That is that the one that oh, Snoop Dogg narrates? No, th this is a new limited series on Discovery, which it's on every Sunday night. It's an hour long. It's, it's, Af it's the, it's, it's the Serengeti in Africa. It is amazing. They follow like packs of lions, packs of the wild dogs, the coyotes, uh, elephants, zebras. There was a family of zebras that, you know, that big migration that happens every year. It was showing them trying to time the crossing of the river, and you actually watched a zebra trip over a crocodile and make it. It was, nice. it was like, oh, no, oh, my God. It, it, it was crazy. It, it was, was like that hurricane that I watched trip over that gator the other night and make yeah, it. it. Yeah, except that the difference was the gator and the crocodile were like, here, you can have me. Yeah. Hey, here, you want my yeah. leg? <laughs> you, you can have it. <laughs> it's a great series. It's an, it's an amazing series. It's just, in, I mean, it, it it has its fair share of most, sad stuff. Most of those nature documentaries are pretty solid. There they was are, a pretty uh, solid. big male lion that decided to chomp on a little cub that was rough to watch. But 
Oh, shit. It was like the Lion King director's cut. Did he, did he like, back sass him? He's like, fuck you, Pa. I'm not cleaning my room. And he's like, let me show you your room, bitch. No, the, there was no back talking, just a lot of chewing. Oh. It was rough. So but it was so it was, so it was like a Thursday night in Columbus. Exactly. All right, gotcha. For the most part. Um, so, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. College football weekend, folks. Get ready. They're, cut, they're going to be coming hard and fast and furious. Hard and fast, like smacks at an Ohio State coach and wife convention. Smacks for days. So I got something. What are, what are the chances that we have anybody that listens to us that's Ohio State fan? There's got to be somewhere. I mean, I, I would hope. I mean, let's be honest. If they did, they probably stopped listening by now anyway. Most likely. So, yeah. Plus, it, it's, who doesn't love to jab at Ohio State? <laughs> um, so I got something fun and a little off the, off the rails for you. Let's do this. So – Every week, and I know you've told me a few times, like I don't generally go back and listen to our our podcast for the week just because the sound of my own voice creeps me out, like rough, like Penn State shower creeps me out. Like it's just, it's just, I don't know. I just think I sound terrible. So usually I'll just check in with the wife every week to see, you know, hey, she listens every every Monday, Monday or Tuesday, depending on how crazy it is at work. Hi, Amy. She, hello, Amy. Listens every week, and then generally on the way home, if I have to pick her up or something, I'll say, did you listen, or what would you think? You know, was it all right? And she goes, yeah, but I just, I don't care about Star Wars, or I don't care about Spider-Man and all that stuff. But she still listens, so that's, you know, that's great. Just basically make sound, make sure I don't sound like a douchebag. So I said, well, what would you want us to talk about that would keep your attention? She goes, I don't know. She said, you know, you're talking about all the stuff that the guys that listen to you would want to talk about. So then it kind of hit me because you had mentioned it weeks and weeks ago in our, one of our earlier ones about, you know, a, a certain show that you watched that was super popular that I know that she watched that I know a lot of females watch. So you want to talk about a little bit? I, th- I think it'll be a little bit of fun. J- just a little discussion. A certain show that I watched that a lot of females watch? All right. Okay. Fair so enough. I think I have the, the female's attention. So, what I wanted to ask you is, Rachel and Ross, they were on a break. Was Ross right or wrong? Personally, I think Ross was right. Okay, so did I. So, I think I think it's, um, when she says, we're going to take a break, when a woman says that to you, that means that you're not, you're not involved anymore. She was pissed. Who was? We we just like just saw this literally at this episode. Rachel was, on, Rachel was pissed. Was on I don't know, probably about a month ago. Are we talking Amy or Rachel? Because Rachel no, no. won't come kick my ass. Rachel. Okay. We're, we're, we this right. episode was on. She was she was pissed. I honestly think that she was not justified in that because if you watch the whole show, Rachel's a very selfish person. So what she wanted was at that time she wanted to not have to deal with Ross, but she wanted Ross to still be her boyfriend. Right. And now I, I me. The type of person I am, I could never break up with someone like that and have sex with someone that quick. But they, you, I know you're giving me this look. That, Sir, that's, that's just how I am. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't do one night stands. But that's just me. I, I never have. That's just, that's just me. But she said we're on a break. We're on a break. That means right. that we are not dating. He, he is completely justified. Like, hey, you are not my starting quarterback anymore. You that's just right. Go over there with the practice that's squad right. and do whatever they do. That's right. Absolutely correct. I, you know, but but I can I can justify my answer by a hundred different times from from Rachel the way she works that that show. But he was correct. So okay, all right, that's good. I just wanted to 
ask you your opinion on that. I got you. Is that it? Is that the only one? No. What oh. was your fa- favorite episode? Oh, my favorite episode is um, it's actually two back-to-back episodes. It's the episode where Joey and Chandler first get the chairs, and then <laughs> Ross and Rachel's first first uh, date. I would have to say, out of the ones that I can remember, and I was not a, I mean, of course I watched it. It was huge. Everyone in the country watched it. Um, and if I remember right, it was a Thanksgiving episode, and didn't they lock Joey in the in the entertainment center? They locked Chandler in the, Chandler, in the box, yeah, because he, he did something to piss off Joey. He correct? kissed Joey's girlfriend. Oh, that's right. So he was just the way that Joey would continuously like get mad, and to me, like when he got mad, it was even more funny. Yeah, it doesn't sound doesn't sound like you do. You did a lot of thinking in there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just to the, me the episode where somebody goes oh, and Chandler from the box goes, "What happened?" And Joey goes, "You kissed my girlfriend." That was um. <laughs> To me, like angry, vengeful, vengeful, but that when Joey was like that was the most entertaining on that show. That's a good one. Was it was the best one? Uh, I I probably have three that would tie. It's the it's Ross and Rachel's first date. Uh, it's the episode where Ross or Joey and Chandler get their first, the first have the chairs, mm-hmm. and the episode with the game where Joey and Chandler end up winning Ross and Ra- uh, Gen- uh, Rachel. Yes, and, and Monica's apartment when they're winning. Yeah, yeah. When, when they're trying to win the apartment. The other. Um, episode or basically moment that was really funny is when Rachel and Ross finally do it or getting ready to yeah in the what, in what the beginning di- in the dinosaur and then she goes oh no no it's okay and he's like what no oh that was my juice box she says thank god <laughs> thank god my favorite line from friends ever is the episode where they watch um Ross's son um oh Jesus the monkey no Ross's <laughs> Ross's son and Ray, Monica's playing with him, and sh- he hits her head. She, she's throwing him up, and he hits his head. And and Rachel's trying to convince him that it's fun. It's just she's beating her head against the thing, and she goes, "Oh, oh, you know what? If it's not a headboard, it's just not worth it." Oh my yes! And and now that you say <laughs> that, I do remember that. So yeah, I just wanted to have a little friends discussion. Okay. For the ladies, I like it. Not, I mean, I don't even know if we have any. I, you know what? I know this show backwards and forwards. The I only, the only show I know more than this is Miami Vice. But that's why I brought it up because I know that you are a, you're a huge Friends fan. I've never gone back and rewatched them. Like if it's on TV, that's how I saw this. It was just on, so I just happened to re- was watching it and was just cracking up. Fair enough. Just a fun show. How about a break? Okay. I'm thirsty. I can Let's go refill. I can rectify that, and then we'll come back. Be back in just a moment. Moo. Welcome back. Yes. We're back. Whoo. I know. I'm worn out. You know, I, I just like to say that I'm very comfortable sitting here doing this right now because my day fucking blew and uh, I get to have a good time when I come home instead of just sitting in a cesspool of misery and shit thinking about what I have to deal with because of today. Hey, no matter how shitty your day is, I could don't be live worse. in Columbus. You could live in Columbus. Mm. J- just remember that. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope to hit double digits before <laughs> the show is over. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. What? Are you, what? Are you, shut <laughs> up over there. Um, it was a big week last week. Um, I know I texted you and Richard like a crack addict on payday, just just, just looking to get mine. But the Disney D twenty three convention happened, and you know a lot of stuff got released. The you know up, the upcoming slate of Marvel TV shows and. Movies and the app and, you know, n- not just, I mean, I know we talk about Marvel and stuff a lot and that, that stuff's going to take care of itself in the long run, but just the app itself and for what you get, I don't think th- it's going to be hard pressed in my mind to not get this. 
Well, what is it? It's Disney and Hulu and ESPN Plus. If you get that combo package for twelve ninety nine. For twelve ninety nine. But I currently right now for Hulu alone, I think I pay fourteen ninety nine a month because I have ad free. Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay to watch ads. Uh, yeah, I, I'm period. I'm period. I may have to get that login when we get out of here. <laughs> it's already it's already the, in a text. The um I, I don't know if it's Hulu Live that's included in that bundle. Hulu Live can be a part of it, but that is not part of that is not the bundle. Okay, so in it's still the ad Hulu. It's it's, it's Hulu. It's okay. like if you wanted to be able to watch back episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Basic Hulu. Okay. Yeah, it's not Hulu Live. Because if it was Hulu Live, that that's an absolute. Well, steal Hulu Live is like forty six bucks, I think. Right, which that's just one step closer to getting rid of cable if their sports cover as much as they say that they do. Disney surprised me with their ad at D three for the Disney app. And Amazing. I'm going to give you a guess as to why it surprised me. Why do you think their ad for the app surprised me? Because it really gave you a broad scope of what you're going to get on that app. It didn't the range kick, of movies. It didn't kick me in the balls with stuff that I'm supposed to expect that's new. It showed me everything that they, they Toy Story 4, Toy Story, Cinderella, Fox and the Hound. They everything. basically put their whole catalog of everything on there. And then they put the stuff on there that they were talking about having that's going to be coming. Not just Marvel stuff. Let's not even talk. We've, we've beat the Marvel stuff blue. Yeah. They have, they have a, a series coming that's Forky uh, Discovering Life. Forky from Toy Story 4. It's 10 episodes long. Get the fork out of here. Get the fork out of here. serious? Yeah, no, it is. It's seri- and they're supposed to be like shorts. Right. But they're really, they are really pumping. It's massive. It's, it's it's and again, it's impressive because if you just get just the Disney stuff, it's seven ninety nine. I I really like Netflix. I like Netflix because of some of the things that they have. Um, and I'm gonna go into it. Friends, that '70s show, The Office. For now. Yeah, for now. Right. That and that and that's where I was gonna go head head. But we still have another Stanley Cup to go before that's gone. That's true. Another Stanley <laughs> Cup to go because that's how Mike measures time. <laughs> um, I just found that out. Um, all the things that you can watch on Netflix are really cool, but. You know, like, I constantly find myself, what's coming new to Netflix? Like, there's a couple movies on this month that I've never seen that I want to watch. But my go-tos on Netflix are The Office. The Ranch. The Ranch. I haven't seen it, but the the, the new trailer is out for for the upcoming season of The Ranch. Yep. Um, There's a couple of shows that are on TV that are on there, and that's good. But there's you basically have these services because of your go-tos. Right. Like, Hulu is Family Guy. Because Netflix fucked that all up. They only got, like, seven seasons of it. Yeah. The thing about Disney to me is they have so much of that returnable classic stuff that you want to see. Rewatchable I, stuff. There are very few of the Disney movies, the animated movies that Disney is great for, the Sleeping Beauties and the Cinderella's, mm-hmm. that I don't care to watch. Sure. But I still I can watch them and yeah. not be angry that I'm watching them. Because you don't have little kids anymore. Exactly. Right. Like Cinderella, not, hey. my fi- not my favorite. But if it's on TV, I'll sit down and watch it. Growing up, Morgan was a Disney princess kid. We were oh, a absolutely. Disney princess household. They're going to have all that stuff. Yep. They're going to have all the, the Star Wars movies. Everything. They're going to have all the Marvel movies. It's. They're going to have all this new stuff. It'll be the easiest seven ninety nine a month. Or uh, the thing that's even smarter is you can just pay 70 bucks and you're done for the year. Uh, and that's the way to do it. It, it, re- it really that is. That definitely is the way to do it. So the one big thing that came out this week, which totally, well, two things. The trailer for The Mandalorian, which, your thoughts? We all know my thoughts. I was g- giddy like a schoolgirl. 
am I to understand that the Mandalorian is Boba Fett? Nope. It is not Boba Fett. Okay, because I... It's the story of a Mandal... That was the group that Boba Fett belonged to was the Mandalorians. Okay, that yes. makes a little more sense. Bounty Hunters. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the, the trailer to me... Do you know who's playing the Mandalorian? Bob Saget. <laughs> How funny would that be? A foul-mouthed yeah. Mandalorian Bob Look Saget. here, you little fucker. I had to work with those right. two shithead twins for years. This is my fucking jam. No, Pedro Pascal is playing the Mandalorian. I should know who that is. You should. He's it's from... It's Prince Oberon in Game of Thrones. That's right. That's right. I remember, head, I remember I was talking about got that. Got his head squished. Yeah. Uh, I thought the trailer was extremely well done. It was what I want a trailer to be. Now, for to, you, uh, that's a compliment because uh, you don't like trailers at all. I hate trailers. I think trailers trailers do one of two things. They undersell the hell out of it, or they tell you, I don't have to go see the movie anymore because they show you the fucking the, the end of the movie. I'll give you that. Uh, I, I, I like that there's not enough there for me to say I understand what's coming. I liked that it was, this is definitely Star Wars. It gave me the look of what this show was going to be like. Yeah. There's also enough intrigue in there that I, I'd like to see where they're going with it. Now, I, for one, am not of the whole Boba Fett is king class. Because no, it, I think Boba Fett was a cool character. But everybody's like, oh, Boba Fett's the best. You never saw him do anything. Nope. Really. You, he, he, he paid. There was two or three characters in the whole Star Wars world that were criminally underused. Ooh, ooh can I guess? Okay, go. Barba, Boba Fett. Boba Fett, clearly. Darth Maul. 100%. And the Emperor. Yes. Com- oh cle- my clearly. God, it's like you nice and I, job. we're like, we're like nice this. Nice job. Um, so I don't, I, I mean, they, they teased it right at the end with the Solo and Carbonite. See, well, it wasn't so. It, it was that method of okay. It wasn't hunting. solo because no, no, I, I was, didn't watch it enough. It was just carbonite. I'm 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 excited for this series because because I want it to be good. Um, I I hope it is, and I don't think Disney's gonna fuck this up. I, this, I hope oh, no because John Favreau. You ever seen John Favreau fuck anything up? He's associated with it. Yes, I, I did. Know, is he He's director or producer? Director and producer, if nice. I'm not mistaken. Nice. All it's we got to do is get Rain Wilson and Steve Carell involved, and it's going to be a no fucking shit. party. It's um no, it's John Favreau's baby. The, the this series, um, to me, this trailer was the same feeling that I get when a grill comes in off the steak, and I can smell it because I know that steak's going to be amazing. I just I'm going to correct you. You just I said when a grill comes in off the steak. When a steak comes in off there the you grill. There you go. Shut your face. No, I'm sorry because but guess what? I do it's it all the time, and I don't hear it until I listen to it on the radio, and I'm driving the van. It's not plant-based, so it's a real steak. It's a real steak that yep. eats plants that saves yes. your world. <laughs> but, no, I, I watched this tra- That There's one small scene. The music was great. The look of it, it was gritty. It was just, it looked like a grown-up show. Like, everything I was hoping it would be. But the scene where he backs up and throws a shot with his pistol and... It would, looks to be like he cuts a guy in half with a closing circular door. That's what it looks like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I'm all in. Like, that was sweet. I asked, I asked. Everything else looked great, but that just scene was like, did he really just do that? Not to veer off from this, I want to know the answer. I asked the marketing angel, and she's not sure. Is the Disney channel, is the Disney app, is it going to be like Netflix, where they have all different ratings, and you can lock it out as a parental lockout type thing? Or, am, I mean, or I mean, is everything we see going to be G-rated? No clue, but n- by no means is this Mandalorian series going to be G-rated. It didn't look G-rated, but al- also on the other hand, like if we start talking about some Marvel stuff down the line, like somebody said something about you know maybe a Daredevil comeback or a Punisher, I don't want a PG-13 
You know, watching a, watching a PG-13 Punisher is like watching a PG-13 horror movie. Why bother? I'll give you a perfectly good example. And some people are not even going to know what I'm referencing, but Moon Knight is one of the announced shows for Phase 4. And that's why I'm asking okay. this, because I was going to bring that up next. Because, and I don't think... Kevin Feige is going to let this happen, that a Moon Knight series comes out tame and children-friendly. It needs to be violent. It's impossible. It's like doing a dumbed-down Punisher that there's no violence. Or Blade. It'd be like a PG Blade. So, but in Kevin we trust, for sure. Uh, Let's hope. I actually did, I tried to do a little bit of homework on this today at lunchtime. Logged into the Disney app on, I went through the website to log in. You can pick your avatar based on, you know, whatever movie it is. Um, you can look for your favorite shows. It's got everything broken down. It was, um, no, I take that back. I was trying to find Star Wars Rebels to see if that was going to be on there yet. Disney XD has all that stuff, but the Disney app, you log in and it'll show you little glimpses of stuff, but then it'll just say coming soon. And it's got a countdown that's rolling, which is kind of neat. And then I signed up, you know, I p- you put your email and it'll give you updates and notices and stuff like that. But I was trying to read about it. Didn't see anything about ratings or blockings or anything like that. So, I mean, it's just, we'll have to see. Okay. Because, I'll put it in perspective. Gainesville, domestic violence is just a slap. But in Columbus, domestic violence is a slap, a choke, a kick, a throat punch, and then a knee to the back of the head. That's a PG and an R. That's a Thursday. I promised you we'd just get to double it, digits. I swear to God, I'll get to double digits eventually. <laughs> I no, just, I just want to awesome. make sure. I want to make sure that it's, uh, and I, I, I mean, it's not like I can change it. Right. I don't want to be expecting a Disney where everything I see is G. I love a Disney that everything is G. I just don't want. You know, I mean, you, you know what I'm trying to say. I, I know exactly what, and I'll give you another perfectly good example: Deadpool. Don't you fucking mess with Deadpool. I well, swear but, to God. But, but they've Deadpool, already said they're not Deadpool's going to. Deadpool's a movie, not a... Not, but he's going to be on the app eventually, it's right? It's still a Disney property. Yeah, I, it would have to be on the app eventually. But... No, what, it is, because they own Fox. Right. I know. But that's what I'm saying. It's still theirs, but they've already come out and said, no, there's a spot for an R-rated Deadpool, and that's like basically assuring everyone, look, we're not going to mess up with, with what everybody loves. So... Th- we just got to wait and see what happens. I'm but not concerned about the movies because they wouldn't have announced Blade. But those movies are going to end up on the app. I, I I understand. So I think it'll be okay, but we'll just we'll just have to wait and see. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So there's that. Fair enough. Um, you know, there's a couple other things that came out with the D3 trailer. Now that we've talked about the Disney app, yeah, the there D- was. D23. Yeah, there was. You were super excited about the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Stoked, as the kids say, as the quarterback at Clemson would say, bro. I was stoked. Tell me he doesn't <laughs> remind you of Sunshine from Remember the Titans. No, Spicoli. <laughs> he just, I just think of Spicoli for some reason. But, listen, yes, listen, you're right, Sunshine. L- listen, Mr. Han, if I'm here <laughs> and, you're, and here. you're here, isn't it our time? He does. He totally reminds me of that. And um, if, Listen, if you've listened to this podcast and you've never seen that movie, turn this off right now and, and go watch Fast Times at Regimont High. Come back when you're done. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, listen, I know, and I'm guilty of it too. When Last Jedi came out, I, there was parts of that movie that I really did not like and wasn't happy with, with the way they treated Luke. I know we've talked about this in the past, but I won't rehash the whole thing. Made him into a grouchy hermit. I didn't like that. But you take that out of the movie, there was a lot of cool stuff in it. Like, the fight on the salt planet was great. A lot, you know, that freaking Star Destroyer scene where she turns around and just hits warp speed, cuts it in half. I mean... 
amazing stuff in that movie. Just a few aspects of it that ruined it for a lot of people. Fractured a fan base, really, is what it did. But here's my here's my feeling on the whole thing. I'm 46. These movies I grew up with. like So that means four more Stanley Cups until you're 50. Four more Stanley Cups until I'm 50. All right, Correct. fair enough. Good job. You're catching on. We're at the point now, this is the last movie of the franchise, of that saga, of those characters, what we grew up with, Luke, Han, Leia, Chewie, all that stuff. Th- this is it. That That story ends. New one's coming, couldn't be more excited about. But instead of just sitting there saying, yeah, but Last Jedi really sucked, it really sucked, I hated it. I I don't care. It, I got another movie to go. Let's see what happens. On the surface, everything looks fantastic. And J.J. Abrams is doing it. I have no reason to doubt that he's going to put on a fantastic movie. I loved Force Awakens. People criticize it because it was safe and it was just a retelling of Star Wars. I don't care because I'm a Star Wars fan. It was done differently. It was similar, but I loved it. Loved every second of it. So, yeah, when that happened and you see what they showed in that trailer with that all, like, it would look like a hundred Star Destroyers show up with the lightning in the background. I was like, <gasps> and then all the X-Wings coming out. Of li- I mean, just the visual stuff they showed in the trailer, I cannot wait for this movie now. We had a little bit of a texting uh, session the other day over this, and I was really kind of just busting your balls over it. I know you were. I think... Um, I obvi- I honestly did not, and here's from the the king of Charm and Circle, I didn't have a massive issue with The Last Jedi. And the reason I didn't was because they have to know that they are going a direction. And I think that what they were trying to do is they were trying to give you a legitimate reason to be okay with Luke being dead. That's because they're trying to move on to to the Ray story. I'm I'm 100% on board with that. I wish they would have said he got killed in combat. I really like Obi-Wan. You know what I w- really wish he w- he the way he would have went out actually fighting all those people while the other, everyone else got away. And Agreed. He, and he knew that hey look, I'm going to do my part. These guys are going to get away because I'm going to go down swinging. I agree. But there's not a you can't have a Star Wars movie if you don't have Somebody mopey and grumpy. You know, me. Luke was really like that. He really was through um, Star Wars and Empire. He he became kind of, he was like, he, he, he you know, in, in, in Return Not of the Star Jedi. Star Wars, though. Yeah, he was. He was. He just wanted to go. He yeah, like yeah, but ben. but even even on the boat after Obi Wan, uh, and then uh, he, he was Obi-Wan just died. He was mopey. He was he was a mopey character. False. He, you're telling me that he wasn't mopey in Empire Strikes Back. Was like I can't do it after he watched Ben get cut in half. Yeah, he was the a whole time out. he was on Dagobah. The whole time he was on Dagobah, he was mopey. He wasn't mopey. Yes, he was. Okay, I ca- I can't do it. I begged it. Oh, I yeah, can't do he it. He just he wanted to quit. There's a difference. He he wasn't Batman. That that <laughs> they they <laughs> have they have somebody like that through the through the story. I, I I personally feel it. Okay, they they have to kill him to move on with what they're going. I pref- would have preferred if they would have let him come back and be the badass that we all wanted Luke to be. Yes, but they that's obvi- all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But they uh, me too. But they they obviously decided they didn't want to go that route. So whatever. The only problem I have with the second, third set of trilogies, it's a third set of trilogies at this point, right? is they are bringing Rey up to be like a fusion of all these Sith and Jedi we've seen where she's like the most powerful thing. 
And yet through eight movies, they have told us about the unbelievable intense training that Jedis have to go through. And she has literally done shit. She hasn't worked as hard as a fucking Ohio State player to pass a a P.E. course. We need a bell. Right? So we can (laughs) ding it every time. You know what? I think it's awesome that they have a girl. I think it's awesome that she is this, and we have no... But she... She's put zero effort into it, and she's like the savior of the galaxy. I don't like that. The rest of all of this looks fucking dope. Yeah, I'm just I'm excited for it. I'm just excited that the Emperor's back. I'm just excited with the direction it looks like J.J.'s going with this. In that little clip at the very end of Dark Ray with that red lightsaber that folds in half like yeah. a double-sided staff, that pretty like sweet. Darth Maul. Granted. I know that that's a swerve and it's a vision, wh- whatever. There's no way they're going to turn her bad. Right. Although, that'd be a ballsy-ass move. It would. That'd the only person that can pull that move. off is fucking Vince McMahon. Yeah, no shit. Um, um, the I'm other just, thing, I'm too, excited for it. I hope that they give me a reason that she doesn't have to bother with the training. Like, maybe she's got more chlamydia in her than anybody else in the entire galaxy. <laughs> it's midichlorians. I know what it is, but you like <laughs> where I went. The only person that in the galaxy... That could possibly have more chlamydia than Ray is an Ohio State cheerleader. False. The <laughs> ding ding. ding. <laughs> I swear we need a little bell. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just excited. I, 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 really I am, am too. I, I am too. I think it's going to be really in sweet. One of the texts that I sent you was I said, look, unlike a lot of people that just continue to want to hate Star Wars because now hating Star Wars is like the cool thing to do. I got too many years of my life invested in these movies. Oh, me, me too. So I'm just going to enjoy this last one and hope that it turns out as good as I think it's going to be. How excited were you when the Phantom Menace released? Honestly, pumped. Like, oh how shit, did I you, got Star Wars back? How did you feel when you walked out of the theater? Honestly, at the time, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, at, I did at the too. time. I, I thought it was. I thought it was good. But that's before the internets and all that stuff, where people just came out to just bash and hate stuff. Now, did it have issues? Yes, of course. But. The first thing I noticed was all the CG, but it is what it is. But all in my mind, in my childish little heart, was I got more Star Wars. I'm not going to argue with you. I, I thought I thought I had fun when I watched it at the theater. Because to break it down even dumber, I'd rather have some bad Star Wars than no Star Wars at all. So there, I got gotcha. you. There's how I feel about that. I, I'm not. I'm. I think you're 100 on point. But other than that, I mean, the shows they announced were great. I'm excited for you know the Black Widow movie coming out in May. You know, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited for it. There's some characters in there that I'm super excited to see that I never thought I would see on screen, like Taskmaster. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll get into that as the movie gets closer. Are you more or excited? Taylor, a Taylor, a trailer comes out. Are you more excited for Phase Four of Marvel or for the shows that are coming? I mean, because the shows on Disney Plus are a part of Phase Four. Right. Are you more excited for the theatrical movies? Or for the for the Disney uh, uh, the shows. shows, TV shows, without a doubt, because those are somewhat familiar. This new stuff coming out, the Eternals, or you know, I don't know anything about them, but I didn't know anything about Guardians either until it came out. I was like, "What a fucking talking raccoon in a tree! Yeah. What? Go to hell with that!" And yeah. not in, but look what they did. So we'll see. But yeah, the shows because I'm familiar with the shows that are coming out. And Moon Knight is an amazing character that a lot of people don't know anything about. Even though they, they haven't, they haven't given us a release date on that, so we're probably looking at a couple years. Probably. We're probably looking at Phase Five. More, oh no, it's part of Phase Four. They, they've already said these TV shows: She-Hulk, um, Captain, or yeah, Captain America: Winter Soldier, and Falcon, or whatever. WandaVision, Those are Phase Four shows. Kevin, it's right on the board. Like they already announced it. This is part of Phase Four, so you'll see those within a year to two years, probably. Okay. So, 
I'm excited for those more than the movies because I don't know anything about this Eternal stuff. I don't know. But that could all change just like it did with Guardians. Good enough. Because I'm sure if you ask a lot of people, they're like, what the fuck are the Guardians of the Galaxy? What? I, I, from a previous episode, the next Marvel movie's got a fucking talking raccoon in it. Exactly. For sure. So, so there's that. There is that. Speaking of movies. Speaking of movies. That brings us to our top five list. Okay. So What, what is it this week? It's MacGuffins. Oh. Now. Hold on. S- some of you may I need to write. I need to write my top five list down. <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> some of you are like, what's, Mac- what's MacGuffins? Um, I, I, have d- the, I, I have the definition written down right here. I didn't eat at McDonald's today. I don't, I don't need another MacGuffin. My favorite MacGuffin is the sausage, egg, and cheese. Can't lose. Can't lose. Go ahead, with the dis- go ahead with the actual description. A MacGuffin is an object or device in a movie or book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. Correct. So that means, to dumb it down for us, it's just what it's the one item in the or thing in the movie that the movie's based around. Yes. That simple. So we had to break it down, and we got a top five list of our favorites. I mean, my, mine are a mix of, of course, my favorites, but I also think importance so I'll, I'll leave you with I'm that. gonna I'm gonna I'm doing a top six this week See but my but my top but, but this stealing is stealing my shit I know but listen <laughs> this, this is why I'm doing this because every movie has a MacGuffin of some sort sure there's a reason that every movie happens right so like Mike said these are ones that are significant to us or significant to movie history mm-hmm. um, one of my MacGuffins is like Every list you look up, it will be in it, and I will argue that it's not a MacGuffin. Okay. So I want to see well, if you pick it. Of course you will. No, no, but I, but I want to see if you. I want to see if you pick it. So let's. I'm going to read the 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 definition again. Okay. An object or device in a movie or book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. Okay. Okay. Pretty simple. Go ahead. Okay. So you want me to start with mine? Sure. Okay, and then you, you're going to pick it apart as to why it's not a no, MacGuffin? No, no, I'm not going to pick yours apart. I have one that's widely regarded as one of the most famous MacGuffins, okay. and I say it's not a MacGuffin, and I'll explain that later. Are we going to save that one for last? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you wanted to start with that. No. All right. My number five, which <laughs> when I went to see this movie, I couldn't stop thinking about it or talking about it for a couple weeks because it was that good, and it was unlike any other. Backdoor Babes 2? Shh, I saved that for that. That's oh, that could be my number one. That's number one. Actually, it was my number 69. <laughs> <laughs> was Doug in The Hangover. That comedy was unlike any comedy we had seen when that came out, and it was based around their lost friend, Doug. Yeah. Through the whole movie, they're Not just even in the second and the third act, basically. They're just trying to find their friend, Doug, who they lost on a drunk... I mean, everybody knows the fucking Hangover. Yeah, Doug in The Hangover. What a great movie. And I mean, people love to bash on the second and the third one. The They're second one was, hey, is exactly what you'd expected, but it was in freaking Bangkok. Yeah, somebody says it was the same thing. No, yeah. it was in a different country. It was The Hangover too. Yeah, what, it's, what a, it's a comedy. It w- there's no uh, realism here. And then the third one didn't use that formula, but I th- still think it was a great comedy. I enjoyed the third one. Lo- the third one was the only one I saw in the theater. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, First one I saw in the theater a couple times and have seen numerous times since then. Zach Galifianakis is He's a genius. Awesome. He really is. So, yeah, that's my number five, Doug, in The Hangover. My number five is Private Ryan. God damn it. I'm going to throw a substitute in mine list then. Because, of course, <laughs> that, of course <laughs> well, that was Might as well. You already took one of mine. That's a great poll. <laughs> you already <laughs> took one of mine. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Go ahead. 
Private Ryan, I mean, wh- what, do you, what do you say? I mean, you, you based a, a whole squadron or a whole group of men around one guy that you never even see until the last Matt 20 minutes Damon. of the movie, and it's fucking goodwill hunting. Yeah. I mean, God damn it. I mean, I got enough of Matt Damon and Team America World Police. Right. I don't need more. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it, it, that was... That one was significant just because of the the, the movie itself. The, it was a great the movie, movie itself. The you know D Day and the just I mean, the, the, arguably probably my favorite war movie of all time. I, it, 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 it's how could good. it not be? No, no, it's 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 there's the, war movies are something we'll have to talk about sometime because different war movies give you different feels sure. and different effects. Private Ryan was just exhausting. It drug it drug you into why they were the greatest generation and the fact that that whole Normandy. Scene, you know, opening sequence and stuff was. Tom Hanks also had a ton of survivors. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Of not a t- help, assist. Oh yeah. With the realism of what it was like and the look of it and how it should feel and the explosions and all that, like it was, it's just impressive. Yeah, and for on, sure. And on the screen, it was. Uh, if you incredible. haven't seen Saving Private Ryan, turn us off and go watch get it. The, just get out. My number four. <laughs> it was easy for me. The Holy Grail and in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Nice. Honestly, if I mean looking at those movies, that is probably the one that I've rewatched the most. I love Raiders and I and I love Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom, I'll I'll flat out say it's it's the worst of the three. Still love it, but it's it's not the best one. It was different than the other two. It was different. It, it, it tried to it tried to do something a little bit different. Which there's nothing wrong with. No. I mean, when Mola Ram ripped that dude's heart out of his chest, that was deep. I actually just watched that a couple months ago, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago even, and uh, it holds up. It's short really good. Short Round is awesome. Uh, I think Short Round is the worst part of the movie. But, uh, oh, I love Short he, Round. Oh, he's great. He's, he's great. So but, good. I mean, it, that was kind of to me right. where it – Too much. But, but you're right. The, 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 the Last Crusade, there's just so many different things in it that happen that the, – the part <laughs> – the part where they're sitting there about to burn to death and they realize they both banged the same chick. Yes. I mean, it, I... And he's dead. Could you ever put yourself in a position with your father in that situation? Well, I would just say, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to I don't want to be alive anymore. And then you find <laughs> out that he's named after the dog. Right? That, we named I mean, the dog Indiana. That and uh, it's a funny scene, though, when they're on the... the hint, not the Hindenburg, but uh, the Zeppelin. Yes, and he's reading the paper, and sh- if you look at it in that scene, Sean Connery has the newspaper upside down. Yes, he does. So it, yeah, it's hysterical, which cracks me up every time. But yeah, the Holy Grail, the everything, the Nazis, the the search for the Grail, and the the clues that he's got to figure out. And I, I just I love that movie, and the fact that it was the Holy Grail made it even cooler. Yeah, that was solid. So that that was an easy pick for me. Well, I'm a little mad at you because my number four is the Holy Grail. Except mine's from Monty Python knew, and the Holy I, Grail. I, see, <laughs> I, I knew that because you're a Monty Python fan. I'm really not. Oh, my God. I love that movie. I've tried to get it. I've seen the movie, and it's just they're – that one's kind of funny. The, the Probably the one Monty Python thing that I've seen that's not even truly a Monty Python movie was Yellowbeard. But a lot of yeah. the Monty Python guys are in it, Yeah, and that's a funny movie. It is. It is. Monty Python is British humor. You have to mm-hmm. you have to appreciate British humor. You get it or you don't. You, you do. Um but there's it's the Monty Python and Holy Grail is literally to me it's a it's a it's a piece of a film art it's 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 art the freaking coconut horse and oh horse I mean sound. just so many it's just you know what people say I can't watch Will Ferrell I've had people tell me that oh, I can't I, watch I've Ferrell heard that too because he's too stupid Will Ferrell 
and John C. Riley and those guys, that is Monty Python from the 70s. That it's it's the same thing. It's just right. updated. The coconuts and uh, all that stuff. The the whole the fact that they based this this whole movie The Black Knight. None shall pass. Just a flesh wound. Uh the fucking killer rabbit. What are you um, gonna do? Bleed on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are you, who are you that you can summon fire without flint and tinder? There are those who call me Tim. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's funny parts in that movie. Hell yeah. Um, the fact that we watch a movie and we watch the whole movie Mm -hmm. and we never see the Holy Grail. Right. In that movie. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, that's a good pull. Good pull. Uh, my number three was just because of high school and the English class that I was in. I was dumb enough to do well on the AP ex- English exam, so I was in an AP English class. And one of the cl- one of the movies that we had to do was we had read Heart of Darkness, but we watched um, Apocalypse Now. And Colonel Kurtz in that movie was just, I, I don't know if terrifying is the word, but it was just uncomfortable because he was so crazy and the movie was so dark and it's hard to have a Vietnam movie and it not be dark for sure. It's just hard to, wa- not necessarily hard to watch, but you're like, Ugh. like, man, this is what probably what it was like for some of these guys to go through. Like just the environment, how just death everywhere is basically the w- best way to describe it. There's just death everywhere. Mm-hmm. To, it, it's just, it was crazy, but watching that movie, it really like, God, like that's just a, unsettling movie <laughs> it is it's a tough watch because of the type of people in it that and the things that happen it's the scene in that movie that i ha- i literally like still look away is when they're hacking the cow up at the end and it just shows it blow after blow so after weird blow. right it's just like uh, i don't need to see it. i don't need to see that did you like that movie i think like is a wrong like i don't think anybody likes that movie you just appreciate it for how well it how well done it is yeah, I mean it's a it's a great movie, but it's not something like oh, I think I want to watch this today. Yeah, you just don't set out to watch that movie. No, you don't. You no. don't. You really don't. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and cross that one off my list over here. Sorry, man. No, what do you mean sorry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my number three. Kurt, my number three <laughs> is the Death Star plans. Fuck. From Star Wars. Did I steal yours? Yeah, but that, that's I've got backups though because I had a feeling. We never see him until the very until the very end of Star Wars. This whole kebab of goodness of four, five, and six. We can't count one, two, and three because we hadn't seen them. Four, five, and six started because Leia had Death Star plans. Right. You get to see him in the like b- before you the raid. To, right, right before right before they run because uh, you know many Bothans died to bring us his information. Yep. And you know where else you get to see him? Rogue One. Yes, you when do get to see him Rogue One. I wrote it down from Rogue One. Okay. Because Rogue One is still one of my most favorite Star Wars movies. See, and that's why we need to talk about war movies sometimes, because Saving Private Ryan and Rogue One, completely different movies, both war movies. I, yeah, Rogue One is the best war movie that Star Wars has put out yet. <laughs> and if you think about it, all of Star Wars is set in a war environment. Yeah. Good, bad, dark, light. Rebels, uh, Rebels, Just Empire, everything. But most of most of Star Wars movies are on bigger scales, though, right. with larger armies, um, it, it, like spaceships, and and really that the only war scene you really have 
There's two in Star Wars. In the Phantom Menace, you had the droids versus the uh, Gungans. And Attack of the Clones. And Attack the of the Clones, you have, this, you have the, you have the, the, the uh, Trade Federation versus the Stormtroopers. That's really the only massive battle scenes you see that don't involve spaceships. Yeah, the spaceship ones are great. Of course. Jedi was super good. But yeah, you're right. Rogue One, amazing. So good. And you're right. And people are like, I can't believe they ended it that way. They fucking knew it was going to end that way. Did you not watch Star Wars? What are you fucking from Columbus? (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. And plus, they they told us like 40 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. They told you what was going to happen. So, yeah, okay, great. I'll scratch that one off, too. <laughs> That's all right, because I'm going to replace that one. Go for it. The Necronomicon in the Evil Dead series. The Book of the Dead. You want me to scratch that one off mine? You have it on your list, too? Yeah. Wow. That's all right. Hey, that's that's just what we're doing here. These are good ones. Yeah, that book, is. I mean, it's basically the central piece of importance in the, that whole franchise. It, it never would have happened if you hadn't read it, right? In that puppet face on the front of the book so with, with the funny. little teeth. It's just hilarious. Super good. It's All right. so funny. What, what else you got? What do we got? Number two? Number two. The Infinity Stones. Okay, good. I didn't have that on my list because of I knew you were going to have it on yours. I, I put it on my list because... What's left to say about the Infinity Stones? Yeah, I mean, it w- I mean, it gave us 28 movies, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It was... I mean, the centerpiece of that whole f- whole decade of movies that we got. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's exactly what they were. All of those movies eventually based around those damn ended stones. up trying to get those stones. Yep, and then in a snap, it was over. Get it? Yeah, I do. The only, you know who doesn't get that? <laughs> People from Columbus. Oh, I, w- I thought you were going to say ISIS. Without them too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my. Uh, I mean. This w- I'm surprised you haven't said this one already. The Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I had to have the Ark and the Holy Grail because, I mean, every indie movie, there's something. The second one was the Shankara Stones. But the Ark, li- you know, like I've said before, that was that shot of movie adrenaline that hit me as a kid and never went away. And when they lifted that thing out of the box for the first time and you saw that big solid gold box and it was just bright as ever, it was, I mean, it was it was awesome. So, yeah. The arc of the c- just don't look at it. Just don't look at it. Don't look at it, Marion. So is that your number two? That's my number two. All right, my number one is the Letters of Transit from Casablanca. Never saw it. It's one of the best movies ever made. Stop it. It's movies in the '30s and the '40s and '50s and '60s and '70s relied on the actor's ability to draw us in and the writer's ability to give us the actors the ability to draw us in. I'll give you an example of a movie back then that I saw that I actually enjoyed, 12 Angry Men. It's an amazing it's an amazing movie. Again, fucking English class. It's an amazing movie. I had to watch it and then ended up just enthralled in it like holy shit, counting the steps and doing all that stuff. So yeah, I will give you that. I was not into older movies until Susan and I got together and she loved older movies and I have watched some movies that are black and white movies. Mm-hmm. That are amazing. They're fantastic. Um, you know what? I never saw Psycho until we were together. That's one of the best horror movies ever made, and it's not a horror movie. Right. But that movie, it's the writing and the acting. And Casablanca, first of all, has two of the greatest actors to ever grace the, sc- the, sc- the, the screen. 
and Nick, Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart. Oh, I thought you were going to say Nick Cage. N- well, Nick Cage is one of the greatest crazy actors <laughs> uh, to ever grace the screen. Um, it's just it's it's an unbelievable. It's a love movie. It's a war movie. It's a it's a it's just it's just a fantastic movie. The letters of transit are basically something they're trying to get their hands on because they gave people the ability to move in and out of Nazi occupied territories during World War II. Um, and it's why she's in his club and all that stuff. If you haven't seen it, it's worth a watch. And you know what? Amy would really like it. So, Amy, you should make Mike watch Casablanca. She won't watch it. Why? Because, for one, it's black and white. Two, it takes place back that back in the... Sh- there's Give me no a way. fucking break. No, I'm... Hey. No, I'm talking to Amy. Give me a fucking break. You have your rules. Amy has her rules. Well, she can't watch it if it's not in color? Nope. And... Nope. That's not a rule. Hey, no, that's her rule. That's crazy. Yeah, you tell her she's wrong. Amy, you're wrong. Yeah, she's laughing right now like, fuck you, Greg. Yeah, she probably is. Well, of course, she probably says that anyway because I know <laughs> she doesn't like me. Total, shut up. <laughs> uh, that's my number one. Okay, well, of course, I had to pull a audible for my number one, but Dead Man's Chest and Pirates of the Caribbean. What was your number one? Uh, my number one was the Death Star Plans. Okay. Because, obviously, Death Star Plans. Right. Uh, yeah, the Dead Man's Chest and Pirates of the Caribbean with Davy Jones. That that movie, of I you know obviously kind of extra cool because Dylan loved those movies. Took him to see him you know as a kid in the theater and he freaking loved Davy Jones. And I thought the first three were loves great. Loves those movies. Um, uh, absolutely, all three of them were fantastic. At World's End is my favorite because there's just backstabbing galore. You don't know. That's the third one, right? Nobody can trust anybody in that movie. That's yeah, the third yes, one. Yes, it is. Then there's just massive battle in this whirlpool at the end. But, um, yeah, that, that Davy Jones movie, was that really was cool because Dylan loved it. And we, saw it. we watched it a, a bunch of times. In fact, um, even sent it. He asked me to send it to him, you know, on base at Fort Hood so he could watch that because he still loves those movies, which is pretty cool. Just like his dad, and rewatch stuff over and over. I <laughs> went and saw the Curse of the Black Pearl in the theater with with uh, frequent guest Ash Bishop, and uh, did expected it to be a fucking gold covered turd. It was incredible. It was. I was. I'm watching this movie, going, "What the? Why? Why isn't the ride like this?" Yes, but those movies were really good. Yeah, they, they were really good, and the 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 most recent one got a little rough, but still, it, they're enjoyable. I I thought that once they it was because they've had five. What what is uh what dead men t- not dead men tell no tales um dead men yeah dead tell and what was tales, what was the fifth and then one the last one was on Stranger Tides on Stranger Tides. I did not really care for either one of those. They, they just it was like, like come on I think we've accomplished everything we need to accomplish here. The original three sh- should have just stopped there. Agreed, but no big deal. It happens. Okay. So I want to talk about a MacGuffin that I don't think is a MacGuffin. Oh shit! I, this, I forgot about this. Right. Yes, I can't wait to hear this. And now that we've talked, now that we've talked about what we've talked about, I have two MacGuffins that I I think are not MacGuffins. Okay, go. So the the the, the again, <laughs> an object or device in a movie or book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. I firmly believe that the Ark of the Covenant and the Holy Grail are not MacGuffins. I think they're plot devices because the Ark is the only reason that Indy makes it out alive. It's not just an, a reason for the plot. It actually influenced and changed the story. Here, here's why you're wrong. Because in the beginning, when the U.S. government officials come to the college campus, that's all they want him to do is to get the Ark before Hitler. That entire movie is based on Indy chasing down the Ark before the Nazis get it because they think they're going to turn it into a weapon. 
the arc is the basis of that entire movie. So why so why does that make me wrong? Because a MacGuffin should not influence or change the story. It's just the reason the story happens. A lot like the blue sapphire in Titanic. That's the reason that we that hear was about just that put story. Put in there to keep the women interested. Okay, uh, the best part is still the guy b- bouncing off the prop. Uh, completely right. agree. But my point is, is that this isn't this isn't just something that helps the story happen. Okay, this influences and changes the story. In in the Last Crusade, if okay. he doesn't find the Holy Grail, his father dies. Right. It actually becomes a plot device. But it take the. Take the arc out of Raiders of Lost Ark. What do you have? You don't have a movie. I, I'm I'm not arguing that. Okay, but the, the 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 MacGuffin should not change. Like one of the biggest plot devices, if you take uh, the MacGuffin, MacGuffin is, is the Maltese movie, Falcon. No you never see the Maltese Falcon in the Maltese Falcon. Okay, this actually changed the story. It actually influenced and changed the story. If they don't open it up and it doesn't kill all the Nazis, mm-hmm. Indiana Jones is dead. There is no there is no other nine movies. Well, Indy's not dead because he knows not to look at it. That's the only reason he's not dead. It still changed the story. But it's the centerpiece of the story. But it's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be story changing. Based on it's the whoever reason, wrote that description, it's the reason that the story happens. It's not there to change the story. I'm not right. You're not right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm never right when I'm talking to you. I'm always wrong. It, it doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. True story. Yeah, be, because I'm the dumb, dumb and dummy of the group. But. I, that's just my opinion. I don't feel that it should be a MacGuffin. It's a plot device. I get what you're saying, but I don't see why it can't be both. Either or. Like the Maltese Falcon, that's just a brilliant way to use it. You'll never see it. Because the MacGuffin is supposed to be here and gone. It's over. That That's it. That's what it's supposed to be. In Psycho, the MacGuffin was the $40,000 and her wanting to be with her boyfriend at the beginning. She steals the money. The money at, at that point no longer comes into play in the story. The letters of transit in Casablanca, you never see them. They never really happen. I uh, see what I'm saying? I'll, I, I see where you're going with that it. That argument, that argument right there is just like Amy's argument that if Indiana Jones isn't involved, the Letters of the Lost Ark doesn't change. You you disagree with that. I, I disagree, disagree with that. With but it. it's 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 still a discussion on the movie. Yeah, it, it, it is a description. I can see where people go come up with it, but then my discussion then my answer to that is then why even fucking watch movies? Just go watch CNN and leave us alone. Well, that's not what I'm saying at all. No, no, no. I'm talking about the uh, the Amy descri- from Big Bang Theory. Oh, because they're scientists. Yeah. So, and so they try and break everything down so into a so factual, don't watch the factual basis. Right. But, yeah, it's – I Documentary, I see Documentaries are real. Sure they are. I saw Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. It's a very good one. And, mm-hmm. and believe it or not, that almost made my list because White Castle is the MacGuffin in that movie. I get it. But it's the same thing with Raiders Lost Ark. You take White Castle out of the store, out of the movie, you don't have a movie. But they do they all eat White Castle and have Haitian mudslides the next day? Do you see that? Does it does it affect what they do the next day? You see them eat White Castle. Do you see the Haitian mudslide that affects their life the next day? It's just known fact. Does it's it change? Happen. Does it change what happens after they eat it? No, but if you take White Castle out of the movie, there's no movie. That's that's why it's a MacGuffin. But that's the same thing with but the, it, arc. the But the White Castle doesn't change the movie. The arc changes the movie. Okay. The arc comes into play as something that happens. I will tell you this. To me, the MacGuffin is the reason for the movie. Okay. Take that out. There's no movie. I'm not arguing that. So there you go. Coming up next week. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next week, Greg's stupid again. Not stupid. Just wrong. Yeah. Well, same fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, whatever at that point. You're such a stubborn old man. I'm not a stubborn old man. It's my. I have an opinion 
and you have an opinion, so my opinion's wrong because your opinion's right. You want to know why I'm so happy right now? Why? Because now I'm just busting your balls in. in, in, uh, in I'd, I'd like you to know, in I a, watched Endgame again, in and, I, gotcha. and I, I have a different opinion on the time travel thing. It's fucking bullshit, not bullshit. Okay. There you go. Sure. Sure. And I'll accept it because <laughs> I why? Have, I haven't watched it again. Because it's Marvel. I haven't watched it again. It's uh, it, it's worth it. I, I, it'll happen it's when a, I'm not working 24-7. It's a cute little movie. It's a cute little movie. <laughs> cute little movie about a couple of guys I like to call my friends. I, tell, I will tell you this, though. The last you know little bit on Marvel that you know I know we talk about way too much. I want a cut of Infinity War and Endgame mashed right together. Give me a six-hour movie. I just want all the shit they cut out of, because of honestly, Endgame put together. To me, that's how it should be seen. Yeah, yeah, what, right. It's one, one big ass one movie. One big loop. Oh, I, I agree. I, I totally want. But that. I, I want a director's cut of Endgame. I don't want it. I don't want Endgame with. <sighs> I know. With extras, I want a director's cut of both. Yes. I want a director's cut of both. Um, I want to see. I want to see Captain America's head being held up by Thanos. I'm totally with you, man. I think that would be amazing. I think you'd sell a ton of them. Yeah, you, could, you could release that shit in theaters and beat Avatar again. <laughs> yeah, because I know. <laughs> I know you and me and Richard would go. I definitely would. Speaking of which, we were going to go see Rambo together, right? Uh, yeah, when does that come out? Next month? September 20th, I think. Com- yeah, next month. Yeah, I love that series. We'll talk more about that next week. I hope I hope that it, they don't fuck it up. I, it's Rambo and bad guys. Done and done. Uh, at GBishop72. At Putty2773. At Top5 for Fighting. The, yeah. market angel, the marketing angel is T5FF underscore angel. With an ad in front of it, because everybody—that's how you find people on Twitter. Top five for fighting dot com. Uh, we have our hockey podcast, Top Twelve on uh, Podomatic Network. Uh, we have Detroit our Detroit Sports on the on, 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 on Detroit Sports Podcast Network. Yep. On the Podomatic app. Yes. And we have our little side football uh, bet uh, this week. Bet side football episode that this Bonus week we episodes. talked about. We talked about strictly college. Hopefully you listen to it. Go blue. Um, pro football is about to kick off in three days. When you hear this. Uh, college football has already kicked off, and we're 39 days away from hockey. Um, actually, sir, we're 19 from the preseason games. From the preseason. When's yep. the regular season drop? 39 days. 39 days. Yep. So I was right, 39. I, listen, 39. I, lis- I listened to what you said earlier. I know you did. It's uh, Yeah, hockey is not close enough for me. It's it's 36 days away from the regular season, 19 days away from, from preseason. I got you. Um, we actually have taken part in a fantasy football league this year where we got Colby and several, several other people in it. I'm going to get that all together and drop some names next week. So uh, get some uh, – basically other podcasts. Yeah, basically other podcasts. We can get that love out there. Uh, listen, if there's something you don't hear and you want to hear it, tell us. If there's something you hear too much of, tell us. Tell your friends. Tell your buddies. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. For God's sake, tell your sister, use, tell your color. Use social media and let us know what you got a five li- top five <laughs> list. Tell us. Did I just say tell your sister, tell your color? I think you did. I think I did. Tell your sister, tell your brother. That shit's racist. It is racist. Well, um, I'm I'm racist. If apparently. there's a subject, if there's anything you want us to talk about, just I don't know, freaking tell us. Yeah, most of you see my face. Just let me know. Drop a suggestion. Anything. Yeah, we need some Florida stories. We need some Charmin circles. Uh, send us some stuff that you're disappointed in or you, you want us to, to, to bash or make fun of or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, those will be coming up. Uh, everybody have a safe and happy Labor Day. Yes. Enjoy your family. Stay safe from the hurricane coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not going to stay safe from the hurricane parties, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to go get some more bottom shelf vodka? Yep, and see if I can make that last seven months. Seven months, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Challenge <laughs> <Accepted>. extended. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
We will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Go Blue. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries the, something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.